Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Important Not Important. I hope you're all safe and sound out there. I'm Quinn Emmett, and this is the latest in our Do Better Better series of essays, crafted to help you think more clearly about the future today. If you're new to our community, or if it's because I haven't written one of these in a month, uh, these essays complement the audio version of our weekly newsletter that drops on Fridays, read by Brian, and of course, our critically acclaimed conversations with diverse, interdisciplinary humans uh, working on the front lines of the future. Uh, pretty incredible stuff. We are grateful to have you as part of our community, working alongside us on the world's biggest problems and opportunities. Two quick reminders. You can get these essays, uh, our newsletter, and more right in your inbox at importantnotimportant.com. You can also send feedback to us at questions at importantnotimportant.com. Uh, you can feel free to record a voice memo on your phone, send that in, and we might use it in a future episode. Today's episode is titled, uh, Do Better Better, Number 17, Start Over. Sometimes in a video game, you die. And when you die, you get sent back to some checkpoint that's either just a few moments before, if you're lucky, or usually way the hell back at the beginning of the alien's lair, and now you've got to get over all those goddamn bottomless pits, kill all the levitating alien shrimp things, outrun the rain of poisonous gels again, until you finally get to that huge beating alien heart. And I have to tell you, friend, if you don't have the spread gun for all that stuff, the entire time, you can just forget it. You might as well go all the way back to the hangar. Starting over can be frustrating as hell in real life or in Contra. But at least in Contra, you got to tap out up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start, and starting over suddenly becomes a whole hell of a lot easier. But there's no Konami code in real life. There's no cheat to get unlimited power-ups. Not that we couldn't have used them for the past year. COVID has exposed long-held cracks in our society and economy with devastating consequences. It's exhausted us and taken away so many with predictably unequal results. We'll all feel the after effects of COVID for a very long time. But for many of our most marginalized neighbors, the loss will be held much more acutely. And this pattern is not dissimilar from the climate crisis. For the privileged among us, myself included, the experience of the climate crisis is just beginning. While low-income, black and brown countries and communities have been suffering for years already, millions of folks have lost homes or loved ones or jobs. They've been forced to relocate, to start over. Starting over sucks. But sometimes, it can change the world. One of the tenets of do better better is asking better questions of yourself, your family, your company, your investments, your philanthropy, and your time. Today I'm asking you, what if you chose to start over? Now hear me out. Knowing everything we know about ourselves, about how susceptible we are to a novel virus and to grid failures, how unevenly the seas are rising and the cities are heating, how sacred our votes are, how short our time here is. As we become more and more aware of all of these externalities, 
it's actually a great moment to ask, is this what I want to be doing? And further, is this the best use of my skills? To be clear, not everyone can start over. Not everyone should. Some of you are already doing incredible work out there. But in this moment, on the threshold of great change, you have an opportunity to identify your core values, we've talked about that, and your unique skill set, and to use them to participate in that great change. Now, right about the same time I was sweating through the end of Contra, having chained my seven-year-old self to the Nintendo in my basement, Richard Hamming, a titan of American mathematics and a pillar of Bell Labs, gave a speech called You and Your Research in which he described a brutally honest lunch conversation with some poor bastards from the chemistry department. Keep in mind, he was in the math department. And he said, I went over and said, do you mind if I join you? And they can't say no, so I started eating with them for a while. And I started asking, what are the important problems of your field? After a week or so, I asked, what important problems are you working on? And after some more time, I came in one day and said, If what you're doing is not important, and if you don't think it's going to lead to something important, why are you at Bell Labs working on it? This fucking guy. Look, the world is awash in important problems. We can have subjective arguments all day about how to define an important problem. Now, that's part of the reason Richard wandered over to the chemistry table with his tuna sandwich and his jello and started with that very angle. What are the important problems in your field? He wanted to know, but it's clear he also wanted to know if they knew. For our purposes, let's assume important problems are like pornography. You'll know one when you see one. Now, in 1989, I identified that enormous beating alien heart as one of the world's important problems, made peace with starting over as many times as necessary, and then dedicated myself to blowing it up day in and day out. I dedicated myself to it. Let's quote Hamming again. Everybody who has studied creativity is driven finally to saying, creativity comes out of your subconscious. Somehow, suddenly, there it is, it just appears. Well, we know very little about the subconscious, but one thing you are pretty well aware of is that your dreams also come out of your subconscious. And you're aware your dreams are, to a fair extent, a reworking of the experiences of the day. He continued, if you are deeply immersed and committed to a topic day after day after day, your subconscious has nothing to do but work on your problem. And so you wake up one morning or on some afternoon, and there's the answer. He said, for those who don't get committed to their current problem, the subconscious just goofs off on other things and doesn't produce the big result. So the way to manage yourself is that when you have a real important problem, you don't let anything else get the center of your attention. You keep your thoughts on the problem. Keep your subconscious starved so it has to work on your problem, so you can sleep peacefully and get the answer in the morning for free. Now, many incredible humans have already dedicated their lives to working on actual important problems. So many of you already do. And, for example, in this time of great struggle and momentous change, I have a podcast. Setting my own failures aside, ask yourself some questions today. What do I make? What does my company make? 
Why do we make them? Do you have to make them? Says who? Do they address any of the world's great problems? And if not, do I want to keep making them? Because with important problems, systemic, society-wide, life-for-death problems, come enormous, plentiful opportunities to contribute, to profit, to make change. To take a step back and think about how we want to spend our time and use our skills, and whether doing so means starting over. Taking everything we know and everything we've learned and starting fresh on one of those problems. Starting to make something new. Inventing a way to recycle something old. Designing a more accessible way of using it. Painting a picture of how to try it. Marketing it to people who've never had the chance to experience it. Investing your time and money to make the next version even better, cleaner, faster, more powerful, and yet less energy-intensive. You can start over in your own investment portfolio, in your neighborhood, on your school board, inside your company, on your TV show, by rerouting your industry, by embracing moments to listen, to have the beginner's mind, to attend to philanthropic efforts that need your, yes, your, very specific set of skills. And it just means you might have to start over. And that could change the world.